This is Jeff Chrisman, and I'm on the Living Arts of Tulsa podcast, and I'm very happy today and very grateful to be visiting with artist Herschel Self. Herschel, thanks so much for taking the time with me today. Absolutely. Yeah. I thought what we might start out and do for the benefit of listeners, and of course, I would like to learn more about you as well, is if we could hear a little bit about your work, and then also if I could ask you to share just anything that you're moved to as far as what this work means to you at a deeper level. Well, I guess, generally speaking, I feel like um, I'm kind of in a transition right now as to what my work is. So I don't know if I can touch too much upon that because I'm still trying to figure it out. Sure. Um, but I will say one theme that has been in my interest or been in my eye for an extended period of time is just um, figurative works. Like I've always had a fascination with human anatomy and the human form. And so one way or another, whether it's, you know, figure studies um, or like gesture drawings or even like, you know, more traditional portraits, something has always been working around like the human face or the human form. Um, and even my, I think it's been over a year now, like my most recent show, um, you know, it was, uh, they were nude works, but they were given like a, a more colorful and, um, I don't know, graphic twist as opposed to being traditional pieces. But yeah, it always ends up coming back around and relating to the human form, whatever the case. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I was going to say, I'm actually, I'm glad that you actually shared about this being a time of transition, you know, in terms of the direction. And of course, I, uh, I guess what I'd almost say to you, or I would say to you, is I appreciate you speaking about that. I don't think out of all these, all the years that I've interviewed artists, that I've actually heard that before. So I don't know if sometimes maybe there's a hesitancy if that is the case to share that. But I was going to ask you not so much to talk about the specifics of what you're considering as far as different directions, but if not to put you on the spot, but I thought it would be really cool just to hear, you know, at, at uh, you know, on a certain level, what it is like in terms of trying to, you know, how are you dealing with that moment to moment as far as uh, you know, are you, are you open to what comes next or is it something that you're trying to figure that out or just getting some sense of maybe what it feels like to be in, in that point of transition? Right. So, I mean, there's a really good chance that I've been through something like this um, numerous times, um, you know, maybe to my short attention span, but uh, I, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I'm, I'm just open to a transition. Like I, I wish I could say I've got this clear goal. I know exactly what I want to do. I want to take care of. Um, but mostly I'm just kind of, you know, pressing on. Um, I'm still creating, still drawing. Um, but I'm not, I haven't found this clear direction just yet as to far as what subject matter specifically or content or concept I need to start executing. Um, and then to speak to my past, like over the years, I've, you know, gone from primarily focusing on like photography to, or started illustration, went to photography, then design and screen printing. Um, and now I'm starting to sift from screen printing back into illustration. So it's, it's never been just a, I, I am this and I do this kind of deal, um, which it's fun. You learn a lot, but at the same time, like you don't really have this like big cohesive um, collection of work to present to anybody. It's just, it's all over the place. So um, yeah, to that, I'm, I'm just kind of like sifting my way through it, essentially, at this point. Yeah, and I was going to ask, that's so interesting that you brought that up, just as far as, you know, having, as you say, kind of this cohesive 
set of if someone asks who is Herschel Self, what is he all about, what is his work about, uh, do you think it's necessary, do you think it's, re is it required for an artist to really be able to have those things, or do you think that's, that, 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 it, that it's about more than that? Um, I mean, I like to think that it's about more than that, but what I think, what time has taught me and just had conversations with other people, um, it seems to be that viewers or the audience or whatever you want to call it, everybody else would prefer that you do have some sort of uh, collection of works that are similar in fashion. And if there is a transition, it's a very obvious and, you know, um, slow transition from maybe one style or one subject matter. Um, I don't think it's well received when somebody is all over the place. And I, I would assume most artists are not just like, you know, this is maybe the wrong way to say it, but they're not like just like a one trick pony. Like they've got their one thing and that's all they do. Like, I know most artists can do many other things, but they've done a, compared to myself, done a better job of presenting this one thing that um, audiences or patrons can latch onto and know that I know this is so-and-so's work because that's what they put out there. Now, while not in the public eye, they may be doing a number of other things. Um, I, I don't know. I think, I feel like I'm getting away from your question, but um, oh, no, it's, I think it's good. it is important to pick just because it's, um, it's perceived as successful. Um, it's perceived as, you know, what you're doing and you have direction and it gives you a recognizable, um, you could say brand or like, um, an image or a look or a style or whatever that people can gravitate towards. But, um, I have not, I have not done that. So if one were to look at my portfolio, I think my website right now just shows my photography work, but it's, uh, it's a mess and it's all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to say, and, it, and it, it's, it's kind of interesting to think about that whole idea of an artist behind the scenes. In other words, and I'm, am I, is, am I somewhat correct in that this is something about exploration to a certain degree yes. that a lot of that happens behind the scenes, but I wonder right. necessarily is the concern that maybe the patrons and viewers and the public, is there a concern that maybe they don't necessarily want to take that, you know, take that entire journey with an artist? I've always wondered, you know, just about what happens behind the scenes and then what's presented to the public. So right. To I, I'm, I'm sure there's, um, these are all assumptions. Like I'm sure there's some interest in like the process. Like if someone has a process for their particular style, I'm sure people are very interested in that. Um, I don't know if people are so interested in the part where like someone is just lost trying to find the right medium or the right concept um, and going through those trials and tribulations uh, of that end of things. I think what most people want to see is like, oh, I want to see the behind the scenes of how they made this piece or how they did this whole series, not necessarily what was the time between these two series? What was that like? Um, I feel like that's a, a bit more uh, confusing isn't the right word, but you just, you're just kind of out there until you are able to latch onto something. I don't know if that's as interesting for other people, but I could be wrong on that. Yeah, I was going to say, I can't remember who said it and I didn't know if this resonates at all. I heard, and I, I wish I could remember who this was that said it because I feel like it was someone who definitely knew a lot about art, but it's just the name is escaping me. But what I love about what he said was he said, what is really fascinating to me is how artists live. So I, I kind of get this sense that a lot of that that can be interesting to certain people. And I, and I definitely feel like I'm one of them because not being an artist. And I think that's probably what ultimately drives me 
not that this is about me, but ultimately it drives me <laughs> to, to speak to artists because it uh -huh. is, I really do find it fascinating as far as, you know, what's happening in their head and behind the scenes, so to speak. So I didn't know if that resonates with you at all as far as just that whole idea of it being fascinating. It could be, or could it be fascinating, you know, for some people to really see how an artist lives moment to moment or day to day. I mean, I, I would imagine it is, and I know like, well, I'm assuming no one else feels this way. I know for me personally, it is like, I, it's cool seeing the series and the finished work and the stuff in the gallery, but what I want to see is like, what did they throw away today? What were the bad ideas? Like how frustrating was it coming up with this stuff? Or how many times did they think they failed on this before they found the right one? Like I'm definitely more interested in those things than the prim and polished presented version that, you know, is put out there as the final product. Yeah. And I was going to ask you, do you, I mean, just with artists that, you know, do you find that there is some interest in, you know, do artists that, you know, tend to talk about, some of those things as, as far as answering those questions or does it just really vary? Is it person more, you know, just person, you know, certain people are and certain people aren't open to that. Wasn't I sure guess if that's depends on the person. I can't say that I've had too many conversations where that comes up a lot. Um, maybe there's some, you know, jovial talk in like in the realm of like camaraderie about like, Oh my gosh, like that was a real pain in the rear. I can't believe I spent, 12 hours doing that, um, you know, most of it's just so lighthearted. It's never very serious conversations about like dissecting things and dissecting the process, um, especially in regards to what one might consider failure. Um, I can't say that comes up a lot. Very interesting. Yeah, because I, I not even, until you said that, I had not even thought about that before. I mean, I assumed that there was times where maybe, you know, someone, an artist tries to do a particular, put together a piece of work and for whatever reason, things just don't come together and maybe a whole day could be right. spent that way or days or weeks or whatever it would be. But I never really thought about that before about, you know, there, it, it appears to me that there could be something to learn from that, you know, as far as taking a look at that at, at, a, at a deeper level. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Like I know, especially like even photography or even figure studies, like, you know, for every great couple of photographs, I've got a few hundred that are just garbage. Um, you know, for every like figure study, it's like, cool, well, I, I've done this many hours of like gesture drawings just to finally like, all right, I'm loosening up, I can work on this now. So um, I don't know, I guess, you know, I, I would think that failure is part of the process, but I don't know how many people talk about it uh, in that, with those words, essentially. Um, yeah, 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 it's very, it's very, and I'm so, and I'm so appreciative that you've been willing to speak about this and and have a conversation about it because it's, it's something I'm certainly finding very interesting and something it's a conversation I certainly haven't had before. So I'm very appreciative of that. And then really taking a look at the longer view, just, it would be really interesting. Anything you might want to share as far as how you got started, you know, with photography, printmaking and uh, with illustrations and just getting some sense of how it, how it all started for you. Well, so I've been, it's, cliche I mean it sounds cliche I guess but I've been interested in art since I was a little kid um, you know I was uh, very fortunate to have some incredibly supportive parents who um, you know when I was young like four or five or whatever like they were both working artists um, so it wasn't alien to me to consider this as a I guess a career path um, screen printing or, I guess, so I'd always drawn through high school, I've been interested in photography, a little bit of graphic design. Um, and then when I got to college, I 
had an art, got an art degree, but focused on photography and printmaking as my like major and minor. Um, and then, you know, after that, I spent the years like doing just like freelance photography work. I photographed weddings for four or five years, um, all while um, <laughs> starting at the bottom rung of the ladder in uh, the screen printing industry is like the, the guy that would come in and just clean screens. Um, and that was, um, that was an awesome experience just because, you know, what I learned in like the fine art realm of screen printing was, uh, well, there were some basics that were the same, like on the commercial industry, it was very, very different um, as to what one would do on a daily basis in regards to a print. Um, so, and then um, about five years into working the screen printing industry commercially, um, some friends and I kind of got together and as a side project to a branding agency, decided to start a screen printing company um, here in Tulsa. And then um, as that progressed and grew, I kind of <laughs> had, to, had to have some hard-to-hard uh, -hard conversations with myself and realized that, you know, while I love screen printing, I love design, um, I was able to do photography, I was able to work with clients and help them get like the image or product they wanted. But the company had grown so much that instead of me doing those things like I was managing and it, it, I realized that I'm, I need to stick to making stuff um, and not telling people to make stuff. So as of um, this summer, I'm, I'm no longer owning a screen printing company and I'm uh, attempting to uh, go into doing fine art uh, full time this year, which may have been a, a bad year to start doing that, but here I am. Oh, yeah. And that's, it's interesting. I read an article, I think it was yesterday, that was talking about how many people, believe it or not, how many people are actually starting new ventures and actually, you know, kind of, quote unquote, starting over in some ways. And so I, I definitely, my hat's off to you. I mean, it's, and it, it almost seems like in some ways, while it does seem like a really weird time, uh, I wonder if we'll look, I kind of almost get the sense that we'll look back on this time. Uh, and it really will be, would be very, to see this and from, you know, looking back that this could be a time that's very ripe for that, you know, in terms of, you know, getting that clarity about what we want to do. So I, I definitely applaud you for, you know, for doing that if, you know, during this time. Thank you. Yeah. No, I think clarity is the right word that kind of came, came to fruition uh, back this summer. It was just um, very eye-opening as to what um, I wanted out of life and, you know, just needed to make some changes to ensure that that happened. Absolutely, because I know it's so easy. Sometimes we can we can feel these things and kind of delay the that decision making process, and then suddenly we wake yes. up and it's you know ten years, twenty years down the road. And as somebody that's almost fifty six, it's astounding. You know, I can remember in my twenties not really believing that was possible, but it is amazing how time does get away from us. You know, in terms of suddenly you wake up and it is twenty years later. Believe it or not, <laughs> <laughs> as strange as that sounds, you know. <laughs> scary <laughs> yes absolutely absolutely and then I was going to ask too just as far as you know and understanding this has been a really you know different time for people and for a lot of reasons it would be very interesting to hear in addition to the change that you've made uh, just what this time you know since March what this time has been like for you you know not only as an artist but as a human being just in terms of your day-to-day -day existence and, and what it feels like to be a human being um I mean, so the biggest thing was just like getting, as I said earlier, some added clarity to my life is, you know, what I should be prioritizing. Um, and 
but then other like day-to-day -day changes, um, you know, the shift from working in an office to working at home was great for me. I'm more of an introvert, so this has been amazing. Um, not, not having to be around people all day has been wonderful. Um, oh, yeah. But the, I guess the big learning curve and, you know, kind of an, an added strain to time management has been uh, having a, a son at home doing distance learning. And you know, it's, it's gotten easier over the time. Like it's, it's to the point now where I can just make sure he has his space and he can take care of business. So it's, it's essentially no longer affecting me. But um, in the early months of it all, there was a, a lot of hands-on time and my time um, was far more divided than I could have ever anticipated. Um, but I mean, that all of that has passed by now. And I would say that was the, the, the biggest kicker for me, but the whole, the having to be alone thing has been awesome. So I can't complain about that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I get, it kind of seems like there's, there's quite a few people I think that are, that are finding out that this actually, you know, that, that, that you can work from home and that, that the world, the, the world won't necessarily end, which is great, you know, especially yep. if people want to do that. And then also just in terms of being an artist in a community with other artists, you know, just getting some sense of, you know, with things being a little different as far as, you know, not as many uh, in-person events and just the way, you know, the kind of the landscape of the arts community, just getting any sense of any, any feelings or thoughts that you might have just about, you know, what the, what the arts community looks like right now to you. Um, yeah. On that note, that, that, so that's a good question. I, that's been kind of weird. Um, so not having like these big, um, not that they were ever like grandiose or anything, but it, just, you know, a monthly gallery opening um, at AHA or Living Arts was always so enjoyable. And that's essentially gone now. I know that if I'm remembering correctly, some of the galleries are moving to ticketed openings. So there's limited number of people, um, which is awesome. Like everybody's been able to really kind of, um, transition and figure things out to make it so it's still, um, you know, a successful endeavor. It's just, it's just odd that it's, it's not the same as it would, you know, would have been a year ago when you could just drop in and grab a drink and check out some art and chat some people up. But um, I don't know, I guess just kind of navigating through all of that. Uh, it's been, it's been interesting. And on my end, um, in terms of, starting to try to do art full time. Like it's, uh, it's really put a twist on the networking aspect of things. Yeah. Um, I know personally, I do much better face to face than I do with, over social media or emails and things like that. And so it's, it's definitely pushed me to kind of um, rethink how I would approach putting myself out there. Um, and I'm still like kind of figuring that out. I would, I would love to say it's like, Oh, I just do everything on social media, but <laughs> I feel like that's, really only a small portion of it. Um, and to be more mindful um, as to what you're putting out there, who you're communicating with, it, you know, you just, you can't just slap a post up and call it marketing. Um, so that's, that's been somewhat of a learning curve for me trying to be and in, in, interact with our other artists and galleries and things like this is what's going on right now. Yeah, and it's going to be really kind of, you know, I got to think it's got to be really interesting to see what the road ahead, you know, and, and, and hopefully, you know, we get back to a place where hopefully not in the not too distant future, 
we can hopefully return back to what I guess what they call previously scheduled programming. Although I would ask you, I guess that's a, that's kind of coming <laughs> up in the moment. Is there, you know, do you, can you see, uh, do you, do you, can you envision, you know, things going back to the way they were, or can you possibly see some things maybe that might be a little different in a good way, you know, based on what, you know, what you've learned during this time or experienced? Um, man. My, my assumption would be that things will mostly return to normal, but with some added twists that will, you know, benefit everyone. Um, I, although I, like, as far as the art community is concerned, I can't speak to what any of those specific things would be. Um, and that's just kind of a guess on my part, seeing, also seeing how other businesses are kind of handling this stuff, like, um, yeah, outside of the art world, I do wonder if fast food, like fast food chain restaurants will ever, will ever open up their dining room <laughs> now that they've realized they can oh, yeah. make more money in the drive-thru and have half the staff. <laughs> so um, I don't know if that's, I don't think that's necessarily a good thing, but I, I would imagine, you know, something good will come of this for the arts community. Um, just that it's forced us, hopefully it's forcing us all to make a concerted effort to communicate more outside of, you know, gallery events and things like that. Yeah, yeah, kind of that uh, sort of, you know, supporting each other, you know, kind of more on a regular or a day, you know, if not day to day, at least, you know, week to week, or at least month to month, so to speak, right, you know, kind of having that, yeah, just having that kind of that person to person communication. So, and as we come to a conclusion, I was also going to ask just in terms of speaking about living arts specifically, just anything that you might share as far as, you know, what your experiences have been with, you know, with, with the organization, and just, you know, if I could ask you not to put you on the spot, but what, you know, what it means to you as, as, as far as the, yeah, just, just your experience with it. I mean, I don't, I don't have anything bad to say. It's, it's been great working with Living Arts, like, um, you know, slowly having a finer degree and showing in exhibitions at that point in my life and then going into a commercial world. Um, in the past year or two, I've slowly started to get back into the, like, um, the fine art community. And I'd say like living arts has played a very large role in that, um, you know, becoming, becoming a member there and just their push for member involvement and all the activities they put on, even with the pandemic taking place, like, um, you know, they've, I feel that they've been super supportive and I've always felt that just watching them interact with other artists that they have been supportive of the arts in general. And it's, um, I don't know, it's, it, they've played an important role in me like getting back into fine art. So. Man, I'm really, I'm really glad to hear that. That's I'm really glad to hear that. Well, Herschel, it's been great. I, uh, this has been a, a real treat just to be able to get to meet you this way. And I used to do these in person, but it's, uh, you know, thankfully with zoom, there at least is the ability for people at least to see one another. So this has been really great. And you, and actually what you shared today, I, again, I really applaud you for speaking about where you're at in the process, you know, in the big picture, in the, in the larger scheme of things. And uh, I really respect you for, uh, you know, the road that you're taking and just the fact that you were willing to share about this. It really means a lot. Well, thank you for that. And I appreciate your time, you know, listening to me yak here. So it's been good. Yeah. Well, thanks again, man. It's been great visiting with you. Sure appreciate it. Likewise. Take care. Certainly.